Welcome back. Thank you for finding Learnistic. My name is Al Gonzalez, and I am a lifelong educator sharing stories about equity. It's the 2020-2021 school year, and we are headed toward the final quarter of the year. Depending on your school calendar, you are approaching the 75% mark of the school year. So with the remaining days, I thought I'd share a couple of ideas. The biggest idea requires that we talk about returning to in-person instruction. The second piece requires that we talk about continuing to teach online. Let's start with returning to school. While some schools and classrooms have been back for many weeks or even months, they've all run into what those of us who will be returning will run into in the coming days or weeks how to build community after the community has been through so much. What you will have in front of you are any number of children who've gone through quite a year. They left last spring celebrating. Yes, no school. And then lamenting, man, when will school be back? And then suddenly the year ended. Then they came back throughout, um, then they came back after summer and returned to school that wasn't really school. And we did our best online to help them navigate this new environment, this new learning situation, and with varying degrees of success, we were able to engage them and offer what they need so that they could find success as a member of a peer group at, in a particular grade level or as someone who is catching up to their classmates at the particular grade level. When we think about returning in person, how do we guide them towards similar successes so that they feel that returning was worth it? The initial work will have to be helping them adjust from what was to what is, even though what is is not what's expected or completely desired. Students have expectations of what school is. Most of those expectations, I imagine, are about connections, connections with teachers, connections with students. And when we think about our children of color, English learners, and students who struggle in any way, at the heart, at the heart of equity are those connections. So our number one job when we're turning in person is to maximize the depth and realness of these connections. So initially, even though the clock is ticking and the days are numbered, I'm going to support and encourage all of you to heavily promote reestablishing and strengthening those connections in the classroom. Depending on your school, some of you may be assigned children that you haven't met all year because of the way parents and families are choosing to send their children back or keep them at home. It just reiterates the fact that you need to concentrate on relationships. Not only are they important when you start the return to school, they will be important to maintain. Because after an initial excitement and honeymoon period of returning, the children, as will happen to us, will fall into this idea of, what are we doing? It's going to seem odd, to say the least. And the transition back, depending on how your district has managed the return, 
will be full of frustration, full of enjoyment, full of excitement, full of anger or other emotion. It'll be on us to help navigate that as adults as we lead our classrooms, and it'll be on us to help our young people navigate their feelings of returning as well. One more group I want to make sure we pay attention to is the group that's returning but didn't want to. It's their families that signed them up to return to school in person. One of the foundation one of the foundational feelings throughout this pandemic has been fear. And whether your children are returning with fear of possibly catching this virus or worry about the academics in general or anxiety around new classmates and having to wear a mask and social distancing. One way to manage all of that is to think about what you would do for a young person in your personal life who was fearful, worried, or anxious. Let's use our children, our nieces and nephews, or our grandchildren as a reflective tool to understand how we can best support our young people who are coming back feeling a variety of emotions, the main ones possibly being fear, anxiety, worry, and other forms of nervousness. Reach out, smile behind that mask, and make sure that you're connecting in ways that allow your young people to feel the community that they deserve and the community that will help you all complete the school year in a very successful way. I also want to take some time to talk about our students who will remain at home and do school online. They will have been online for over a calendar year. Learning to engage over the computer and the software has been challenging for many. We know that disproportionately our children of color and their families have been impacted by COVID in any number of ways and that includes school online as well. Unfortunately, the needs of English language learners, many of our students in color who receive free and reduced lunch meals, have had a challenging school year and more. How we finish the year for and with them will help us meet our equity goals in some way or another, or make it clear that we still have work to do to serve this population. Just like their classmates, similar in background or different, who will return in person, those who finish the school year online will still need, require, and thrive from our efforts to build and strengthen community in the final weeks of the school year. In whatever ways you do that, know that children respond to relationships that are founded in trust and honesty. You do that every day in your classroom, and at times, because this work is so hard online, we let go of some of the routines and patterns that we know work to build community. If you were to reflect for those who will be coming to school online and for those who will be returning to school in person, how often have you been using student names in a positive and productive tone? How often have you communicated to home in a positive way so that students can be recognized for their school efforts at home by family. As you look to strengthen your relationships in the final year 
in the final weeks? In what way do students have artifacts that represent their success and growth? Are there certificates, stickers, other rewards and incentives that can be shared in the final quarter of the year so that students can feel that not only was school different, but school had my back. School was a place where I was recognized and school, when we return in the fall in some fashion, is a place where I belong. Much of what we will do in the final weeks of school is actually about investing in young people to get them ready for the next school year. This year has been challenging in so many ways for all of us, but at the foundation of serving our young people equitably is our commitment to relationships. And in these final weeks of the year, I'll say it again, what we're doing for all of our students in person or at home is helping them prepare mentally and emotionally to continue to think positively about school. Because in whatever way things play out over the summer, they will have to continue and return in the fall. If it's online, then they finish this school year with a positive experience and a strengthened relationship with you. If it's in person, then they do the following. Then they finish again with a positive experience and a strengthened relationship with you. It is those relationships that will guide how next year begins and how it plays out through the ups and downs of potentially more issues with COVID and this virus that has taken so many lives. Thanks once again for all of your work. Thanks for the time you shared with me and appreciate your efforts to meet the needs of the young people in front of you, whether that be the screen or in person. Best wishes to all. Happy spring. Good luck. Thank you.